We were designed for deep and intimate connection, but far too often we find ourselves on relational autopilot. You want the marriage you dreamed of, not the marriage that you're settling for. Each week we share personal and professional stories, giving you tools and guidance, empowering you to restore and reimagine the marriage you always wanted. Welcome to the Thrive Marriage Podcast. All right, so Tracy, I have a question, or I have a, I have a request. Will you please just tell me what to do? Such a good question. Please just tell me what to do. That's a good question. I, what, 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 it, what is your sense of what you would like to do, Chris? <laughs> Most of it is that I don't know what I want to do or what I need to do, and I just need someone to tell me what to do. Said most of our world, right? Most people Most all the people, time. Most people all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's something that, gosh, I, I don't know that people say that directly, but at least they infer that. Right. And, and this is something that I hear in sessions with clients. It's, I hear it in the thrive marriage lab. I hear it amongst my friends. I hear it from my kids. I hear it from myself. Just somebody tell me what to do because I don't know what to do. And it's so much it's so much easier for me just to hear someone else come up with a plan and a formula. And, and how many times when somebody's like telling you about the latest thing, whatever it is that they are doing, whether it's how they're, uh, how they're parenting their kids, the new thing they've been introduced to, or maybe it's a food program, or maybe it's, you know, help for their marriage, or it's the Bible study they're in. But so often, I I feel like what I hear people say is, I just love that they make it so easy. They just tell me what I need to do. And I just follow the steps. I just follow the plan. I just follow the plan. And, and, and I think it, um, it, it, it gives this sense of ease, right? What it feels like, oh, this is easy. Um, and I, but I think the other thing that it does is that it relieves me of responsibility. Exactly. exactly. Right now I'm not responsible because I'm just doing what this plan told me to do. And, and I researched it and they've got like guaranteed results and they have statistics about the number of couples whose marriages they've saved and statistics around, you know, the kids that have ended up in college and, it goes on, you know, the number of people that they've saved at their church, right? All the things, yeah. All the things. And what what comes up for me, you know, alongside that is that like when I'm not responsible, right? You're responsible because I did what you told me to do. And this is the thing that, that doesn't get talked about and that I didn't even understand was was a problem or something I needed to be aware of until I was like into my thirties is that when I live that way, I also give over my agency. So I no longer have agency or power because I've given that to you. You've given it over to the plan. You've given it over to the formula or you've given it over even worse than this inanimate object. You've given it over to another person. And why, why is it that we do that? Why do we have a propensity to do that? To just say, just tell me what to do. 
well, other than it's just easier. It's just easier for someone to tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. It's just easier for me to follow. It's easier for me to not take responsibility. It's easier for all that. Moses, why have you brought us out here into the <laughs> desert where I'm not sure what I'm going to eat tomorrow morning and I can walk anywhere that I like it was better back in Egypt because at least in Egypt, I had a job to do. I had plenty of leeks and onions to eat and it was predictable. And, and I, I knew what the next 24 hours were going to look like. I was a slave to it, but at least it was known. It didn't require any faith. Right. Right. doesn't require any faith. So in our marriage counseling and the work that we do with couples, we are constantly being, uh, whether overtly or covertly asked, to tell a couple what to do. Just give me the steps. Give me the plan. Give me the marriage plan that will have guaranteed results. And in my marriage, then, uh, you know, I can release my agency to you. I can release my power to you and uh, it won't require me to have faith. But if I follow the plan, then we'll have a good marriage. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how often that is actually the case of couples that we work with that want that from us. But we, we refuse to give it to them. And I was such a couple once myself. I, <laughs> yes, I read all the books. I read I, all the books. I just, like we wanted to have a good marriage. We wanted to have a good marriage. We wanted to have godly kids that, you know, grew up and did not de- wanted all the, all of the things a- until you reach a crisis point, or or maybe it's just kind of maybe it doesn't even feel like a crisis. It's just kind of a dull emptiness. Like there's like the light has gone out in your love story, and and you don't know why because you've done all the things. And so you don't, you don't know what to do. And I think oftentimes we end up with couples who arrive with, with us sitting in front of us for one of those reasons. Either it's like a tangible, they've had some kind of explosive, you know, massive failure um, that, that they can't navigate because it falls outside the scope of what they could do with their prescribed list. Or it's just this, it's just the light's gone out and we don't, we don't know why. Could you just turn the light back on for us? That for me is far more of what I find couples is just turn the light back on for us. Mm-hmm. If it's not in that crisis, we're about to get divorced or we're in this, in this crazy space that just, we don't know what to do it anymore. It's, we just lost, turn the lights on for us. Mm-hmm. And yet we still refuse to do that for them. Mm-hmm. We can't do that for anybody. Well, it would, so, be, it would be against our moral code. <laughs> it would be against our moral code. So, so what do we say to couples? I, you know, what's interesting is I think we spend an inordinate amount of time building trust with couples and then just holding space for them where they, where they say out loud to one another the things that it hasn't felt safe to say, where they answer that question. You know, I've started sessions with couples where I've said, so we're just going to have you guys turn towards each other and, and I want you to think about what's the one thing 
that you haven't said to your spouse that you need to say here and now while I'm here to help hold the space. And it's fascinating. Fascinating what comes out and what they actually would like to say. So one of the phrases that both you and I use often or sentences and whether it's exactly this or not, it's some version of this is basically, what would you like to do? Mm-hmm. Where would you like to go? Mm-hmm. How would you like to answer that question? Which is the restoring of their agency, right? Is, I'm hand you back your agency. Let's just pick you- that thing back up, right? And mm-hmm. and and here's the thing. And in in the Thrive Marriage Lab, we're constantly talking about our story. Mm-hmm. We're constantly talking about our story of who we are, how we came to be who we are and how that story plays out in the marriage. And then, and then what the story of the marriage is, what he brings, what she brings, what the, what, what is now the, the co-authored story of our marriage. If someone is asking us, please tell us what to do. They are literally asking us to write their story for them. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're refusing to do. No, we just keep handing them their pen, right? Just take up the pen. Just your write pen. your story. Here's your you, pen. Are, you are the author. You have the agency. You are the ones to begin to write what that can look like. And what you write in your story is not what I'm going to write in mine and what the, the next couple is going to write and all that, because each individual story is a different story. Each individual couple is a different story. And the agency belongs to you as a couple to write what that looks like uh, for the two of you. And that is what we do in the Thrive Marriage Lab, is that we help give tools to write the stories. We don't write the stories. And we start by actually inviting you to consider where you began to lose your sense of agency long before you ever met your spouse. Right. Right. What are the stories? What are the stories that you brought in and, and the way of being that you brought with you that is living on today? And again, I can't tell you what to do with that. All I can do is, is be with you as you discover what that is for yourself and figure out where was the pen taken from you and how would you like to get it back? And so if it, it's your God-given pen. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's actually a God-given privilege mm-hmm. to co-author with him who you are and who your marriage will be. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, is so... Uh, when we lose our agency and where we drop our pen, we give their pen to someone else, right? We're actually losing out on some of the the beautiful co-creation of uh, that God has invited us into. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what we want to do in the Thrive Marriage Lab is constantly help people take up the pen and explore their own personal stories and write their marriage story that they feel like they want to write together. And yet so many marriage books and prescriptions and plans and all that are giving you the five steps or the three ways or the, that prescription of here's the formula. If you just do this, then you will have the kind of marriage that you want. And what we're saying, we come against that and say, actually, no, you'll have the kind of marriage that they want. Right. Right. And so instead we're going to give you, we will give you tools to help you have the conversations and do the exploration that allow you together to co-create, to have your pens moving together in tandem, writing the story that you want to write 
building the house of belonging that you want to live in because it's because it's unique to the two of you um and so when you go look at our material or you visit our website or you're listening to us you you if you come with that ear that i think so many people it's like we've 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 been preconditioned to think you know if i'm not hearing my five steps or my three things then this probably isn't actually going to be helpful for me you're never going to hear your five steps or your three you know actionable items um as these things that you can go do you will you will hear a lot of prompts from us a lot of invitations to a lot of conversations and and a lot of tools to help you build that thing that is unique for the two of you but it won't be a cookie cutter because we don't we don't have all the answers for you in your story yeah and we don't want the power to write mm -hmm. your story that's yours to have right so we'd love for you to consider even now where you are in your marriage and maybe some of the the formulas that you have attempted to follow some of the the material that has led you in that direction or whatever that might be and just consider what has that been for you and are you ready to take up your pen are you ready to to move differently personally and in your marriage and if so then then this might be a direction or a place for you and in the show notes of this podcast we'll put a link to uh, a PDF that we've put together for you to begin to explore and consider some of those places where maybe uh, either you've dropped the pen or the pen has been taken from you, mm. uh, as well as uh, as a link to a story mini course that we've put together for thrive uh, marriage type people. And, and you can be, you can take the course and uh, even if you're not part of the thrive marriage lab. So we'll put a link in the show notes for you for that. But we really want to invite you to alter some thinking here and some ways of approaching your marriage that if you do have that, that approach, please just tell me what to do. We'd invite you to consider what it would be like for you to tell you what to do hmm. for that. you to, for you to be the one to actually regain some of that agency that we've talked about and, and step into that. And that's all going to be based in your story. So over the course of the next couple of weeks, a few thoughts that we have around story and the impact of marriage and some of the things that are happening in the world today. So we'd love for you to continue to stay tuned to the next podcast, which will be in the same time in the same place next week. Tracy, so good to be with you again. Good to be with you too. <laughs>